Fellas, it's the loose ledge, Adam Brooks. This is your dad, Rocky Monero. It is the influential Skylar Cruz. This is the business Slex, and you're listening to MCWY. Welcome to the official podcast of Melbourne City Wrestling. Welcome to another episode of MCW Wired. My name's Simon Tapler, joined by my broadcast colleague, Nims Azor. Nims, how's it going? We're counting down towards New Horizons, live on Fight TV, because it is another sellout at the Thornbury Theatre. And we want to thank everyone that snapped up their tickets, because it's going to be a hell of a card. That's right. The Thornbury Theatre is sold out for New Horizons. The only way to catch the show live is on Fight TV. Nims, myself, and of course, our other broadcast colleague, Lindsay Howarth, will be bringing you all the action from ringside. We've got the best seat in the house for what is shaping up to be a hell of a night of action. And of course, a massive focal point of New Horizons is the semifinals of the MCW Ascension Tournament. We've got Jean Wen taking on Jake Andrew Arthur, a matchup that's been brewing for months. These guys, there's been bad blood and tension rising between them. I can't wait to see these two massive bulls go head to head. And in the other semifinals, Emin the Kid, the golden boy, is going to take on our guest who we're going to chat to later in the episode, Edward Dusk. And that's an unpredictable matchup. Nims, we've seen all four of these men have a great path to the semifinals, but Em and the Kid and Edward Dusk is so hard to call. Look, let's let's actually dial it back one moment because the 16 competitors from around the country, some of the hottest young talent that we would have seen wrestle from PCW, MCW. The action took place at the MCW Academy. We saw it at the Southeast Entertainment Center and the PCW Arena. It's just been a tremendous tournament. And Edward Dusk and Em and the Kid, I can't wait to see what will happen with Jake Andrewatha going up against Jean Wen because from the minute this tournament was announced... Jake Andrew Arthur basically just he had a point to prove. He had a real chip on his shoulder that no one's giving him any respect in MCW and that, that it's not about these young guys from around the country trying to make a name for themselves. It's about him trying to assert his dominance because he thinks that people have forgotten about it. Absolutely. And Jake Andrew Arthur is a man who has been around MCW for years. I've seen this guy compete for a long time. He's always been impressive. But I think now the difference is Jake Andrewartha has a chip on his shoulder because it almost feels like now is the time to make that impact, to live up to the potential. Everyone for years has said Jake Andrewartha has everything it takes to be a massive star and to be dominant and to win championships. And now he is close. Can he seal the deal, though? He's got to get through Jean Wen, though, because this is the thing. We know so much about Jake. We know his backstory. We know that he's been to Commonwealth Games. You know, he's represented Australia at the highest level when it comes to mm-hmm. judo and some of these martial arts. But John Wen, we don't know anything about him. He just burst onto the scene. And he is one of the few people that can actually stand face-to-face, nose-to-nose with Jake. And this is, I think we've said this numerous times on commentary, it's like Godzilla versus King Kong. John Wen is a very big man. Uh, he is a powerhouse. We don't see them come this often to MCW. We've got two of them at the same time. Two giants existing in MCW together. Jake Andrew Arthur, John Wen. Something's got to give. This is single elimination. One man is going to move on and move closer to getting a shot at the MCW Inter-Commonwealth Championship. For someone like John Wen, though, 
what a crazy situation to be in. This is a man we hadn't even seen compete a couple of months ago, new into his career, and he could potentially get a shot at one of the veterans, one of the greatest competitors this country's ever produced in Mick Moretti. That is absolutely wild, but that's what Ascension has been all about, the opportunities. Mick Moretti also a multi-belt holder. He's currently the soul of PWA champion and the MCW Inter-Commonwealth champion as well. He's had a hell of a reign, but the Inter-Commonwealth championship is quite a springboard because you just look at the lineage, some of the names that have held onto it. I mean, at the moment, yes, Mick Moretti has that vice-like grip over it, but we've seen in the past, Rocky Monero, one of our most recent champions, Brooksy basically got one of his major launch pads was when he won that title, Slex. He's held the belt recently, but he's also used it as another springboard as well. And even international superstars have made their way to the Thornbury Theatre to get their hands on that championship. Absolutely. These are all men who have competed around Australia and around the world. And that list also includes names like Will Ospreay, Jonah, Robbie Eagles, you know, and of course, one of the OGs of MCW, Danny Psycho. He was an Inter-Commonwealth champion as well. So this would mean the world for whoever wins it. Uh, we've got Jake, we've got Jean Wen, and of course, on the other side, like we said, Emin the Kid, who has been blazing a trail in MCW. The crowd loves him. He's got momentum, but that momentum could be stopped by Edward Dusk, who has essentially called his shot from the start. He has basically said, this tournament is mine to win. He's putting a lot of pressure on himself come New Horizons, though. Em and the Kid puts a lot of pressure on himself, too. I mean, we know, we in speaking to him on previous episodes of Wired that you can check in our archives, we know that he flies the flag for his home country of Malaysia. So he basically wears a nation and the pride of it on his shoulders every time he steps inside the Thornbury Theatre. And I think a lot of the MCW faithful have really taken to that they like that he's a passionate kid that it's not just that you know he's a good looking dude he's, he's speedy he's very agile immense cardio he never backs down he's got so much heart in him and i think that really translates well the crowd just love to get behind him however as we saw edward dusk gives zero hoots about that he you heard it himself he has put it out there on social media as well that he wants to break emmon's neck that's the words of a psychopath that's about as blunt as you can get. He doesn't think Emin is taking this seriously. And for that sin, Edward Dusk wants to injure Emin the Kid. He doesn't just want to win this match and move on. He wants to really make a point in this match specifically. It is going to be brutal, I think, come MCW New Horizons, uh, which you can catch live on Fight TV, like we said, September 10. And again, the X factor for Edward Dusk, we've mentioned the power of Jake Andrew Arthur, the strength of Jean Wen, the speed of M and the Kid. For Edward Dusk, along with his physical attributes, is the mind games. I think that is his X factor in the tournament. I think he's broken mentally the competitors he's fought so far. Can he do the same to M and the Kid? That's going to be a tough competitor to rattle in M and the Kid. But Edward Dusk seems to have a way of getting into people's heads he certainly does and that's why we thought well we've got to get him on and chat to him and see if we can you know pierce that exterior that that psychopath and see if there's actually see if there's some form of reasoning under that exterior of unstableness so we caught up with edward dusk let's hear what he had to say Joining us now on MCW Wide is one of the semi-finalists in the grueling, prestigious MCW Ascension Tournament. 
This started months ago. 16 competitors. It's down to four. And not only is this man only two wins away from getting a guaranteed shot at the MCW Inter-Commonwealth Championship, our guest called his shot from the beginning. He's virtually guaranteed a win. We are so excited to chat to him. Edward Dusk, welcome to MCW Wired. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. How are you both? We're going well. It's good to chat to you, my friend. And um, look, we're not going to beat around the bush here because... To get to the final four out of this 16-man tournament, I mean, you have, I don't want to say you went through hell because it seems like you dispatched uh, your opponents pretty quickly. You mean at Fusion, you beat George Kendo the very first round at the MCW Academy. And then to advance into the semifinals, you went to PCW and you beat Wake in front of his home turf. And now you're here in the semifinals. Is this just the prophecy being fulfilled? Of course it is. I mean... Look, Kendo is a bright young star, but there's a lot of kinks in that armor. And while Wake, you know, his home turf may be PCW, that's where I was born and raised. That territory is not so unfamiliar to me. So it might feel like a daunting task on the surface, but it was like wearing an old glove. And I've faced Wake before. I've beat him before. I knew what to expect. And like you said, I've dispatched my opponents with, I don't want to say relative ease. I'm not a mean person, but I'm pretty sure you can see the path that I've left behind me. And there's a reason why I am the favorite for this tournament. It also feels like not just in a physical sense, have you been dominant in the ring, but also mentally, it feels like the confidence shown from the start may have gotten into your opponent's head so far. Was that part of the plan going in, knowing that this tournament isn't just a physical thing where you have to necessarily beat your opponent in the ring. It's also about maybe destroying them mentally, getting their confidence rattled. It's something that I believe my competitors may not have thought through going into this. Of course, it's physical. We've got to go through a field of 16 competitors to get to the final. And then at the end, you have Mick Moretti. It's not an easy task physically, but I think a lot of people focus so hard on the physical side, they forgot the mental side. And you don't have to look far to see that as far as a psychological warfare goes, I don't think anyone's playing the same game that I am. I mean, there's awful radio silence from my other three semifinalists, whether that's because they're, you know, busy training or whatever it may be. But I see it as a little bit of cowardice. They don't want to speak on the matter as much as I do. So I think you're right. I think that as far as mind games, if that's what you want to call them, go, I think I'm winning. Let's talk about uh, just how much the wave of emotion can get behind you within a match because you will be going up against a rather formidable opponent in Emin the Kid. Emin the Kid, we've seen him, and I see you scoffing, but Emin the Kid has been, he's been on such a rise recently. I mean, he's getting Mm. so much love and support from the MCW fans. Like the Thornbury Theatre absolutely lights up like a spark when he appears in the ring. We've seen it in ballroom brawls. We've, we saw it fight to survive. I mean, I think the MCW fans, they, they relate to him. They see him, they see this fresh, young, youthful kid. That's that maybe they're sort of living vicariously through them. And that's your next opponent. Look, they probably are. I mean, they look at someone like Emin and they're like, that's that's what I'll aspire to. And, you know, it's good to keep your expectations low, I suppose. Emin is very formidable. Don't get me wrong. He's very talented. He's a tough opponent. And I have spent a great deal of time strategizing for this match. 
But at the end of the day, whether or not he lights up the Thornbury Theatre is not a factor. Whether or not the audience cheer for him is not a factor. At the end of the day, I am better than Emin, and they can cheer as loudly as they want. It's not going to have an impact on things. I don't see why you would think it would. Is that part of the satisfaction for you, shutting down what the fans want? Because as a competitor, for yourself, it almost feels like that doesn't bother you at all, whether they like you or don't like you. You focus on the opponent. I'm not here for them. They've paid their ticket to come see their show. I could care less if I'm the one that they're going to cheer for or if they want to go buy my T-shirt. I don't care. I am coming to win. I'm going to win this tournament. I'm going to win the Inter-Commonwealth Championship. And if they don't like it, they can cry me a river. I don't care. Well, winning against Em and the Kid would be one thing. But on the other end of the scale, metaphorically and literally, we have two giants, two powerhouses in the other semifinal, Jake Andrew Arthur and Jean Wen. You might not want to give away all your secrets, but... How would you prepare, hypothetically, if you make it to the finals against one of those men? I mean, you've kind of put it forward that they're both very large, powerful competitors, and it's a much different game for what Emin is. Obviously, everything I'm doing now is to train and and prepare for him, and that's a very different flip of the coin to face one of them. They also have each other to deal with. They've got a big physical bout in front of them. And as far as meeting them in the final, like you said, I don't want to give all my secrets away, but I I called my shot at the beginning for a reason. I fully believe that I have a plan for every single one of them, and I don't care which one of them it is. Jake is one of the most powerful and violent and technically proficient wrestlers this country has, and Jean is young and strong as they come, but either one of them don't match up to me. Before we even look beyond the semifinal, I do want to take it back to Emin the Kid because he's got speed, he's got agility, he's very quick on his feet, but the man has got heart. He's very passionate. We've seen how much... Like Don't dismiss me so, so quickly because we've seen he fights with the entire country of Malaysia behind him, all that support. He wears that cape behind him that I've got the the wave of a nation behind me. And that translates into the Thornbury Theatre. His heart, he's not that kind of guy that will be walked over. You will have to beat him to an absolute bloody pulp, I reckon, if you want to get to Jake Andrew Arthur or Zan Wen. I will take pleasure in doing exactly that. He does have a lot of heart. He does have a lot of passion. And he will fight till his last breath, I'm sure. But that's the thing. At some point, all that heart all that wave of a nation behind him, and all that passion will only take him so far. And that's the thing that he needs to come to realise. And you've seen it. He's not even taking this seriously. Like I told you before, I'm out here calling my shot, telling you I'm going to win this, while the other three are silent. And when asked for his comments, Emin made a joke. He made jokes. So don't come at me and tell me that he's coming into this with heart and passion. He's coming to this, not taking it seriously, because he thinks things like heart and passion and the crowd are going to do it for him. In saying all that, this match is going to take place at New Horizons. The Thornbury Theatre is sold out. 
So not only will you be performing in front of a sold out MCW, the home turf of MCW, the Thornbury Theatre, but also the eyes of the world will be watching. The show will be streaming live on Fight TV. That's got to change the feeling, the nerves when you go to compete, knowing that it's not just about the live crowd anymore. It's about the whole world watching you compete. Does that put extra pressure or is that something you thrive off? Clearly no secret on how I feel about Emin and how I feel looking forward to the final, whether it be Jean, whether it be Jake, and how I feel looking ahead to Mick Moretti and the Inter-Commonwealth Championship. Whether it's a sold-out Thornbury Theatre, whether it's the world watching on fight, I am going to win. And they can all watch as they watch their favourites in Emin fall, watch their titans in Jake and Jean fall, and then watch me beat Mick Moretti and become Inter-Commonwealth Champion. Jake Andrew Arthur and Jean Wen, they've got their own ways to prepare for their match, but let's look beyond them and look ahead to the man that you mentioned that holds the Inter-Commonwealth Championship, Mick Moretti. Not only is he a double champion at the moment, but he is an absolute master and a technician in the ring, much like yourself. However, he's also a competitor that knows how to get into the heads of his opponents. It's not just a battle inside the ropes with Mick Moretti. It's also a battle inside your head. You're also someone that knows just how to get inside someone's head with psychological warfare, as well as the physical uh, nature of it. Dusk versus Moretti for the Inter-Commonwealth Championship. Well, it might as well be a mirror match. I salivate at the thought to face Mick Moretti. I'm not just out to win this tournament for the glory of winning this. I want Mick Moretti. For all those reasons you listed and more. I've seen people make the comparisons. I've made them myself. I'm sure he has as well. But I know that when it comes to whether it's in the ring, whether it's psychological, whether it's physical, I can beat him. Double champion or not. Edward Dusk versus Mick Moretti. I will win. And of course, winning would mean becoming the MCW Inter-Commonwealth Champion a championship which has been held by some of the all-time greats here in Australia and MCW, Robbie Eagles, Jonah, Will Ospreay, Adam Brooks. It's a who's who, Slex, of course, and even current champion Mick Moretti. These are names known to fans around the world. What would that championship mean to Edward Dusk? It's a prestigious lineage for sure. It's the cherry on top of it all. To face Mick Moretti, to defeat Mick Moretti is, a, is an accomplishment a career highlight in itself, but to hold the Inter-Commonwealth title, that's that's what this is all about, because that's what I am. I am history. I am destined to be a part of MCW's history, winning this tournament, winning that championship. And all those people that you named, they've all been great. They're all tremendous competitors. But when I hold that championship, it will be me. It will be Edward Dusk's reign that we all remember and associate with this championship because I assure you, once I get my hands on it, I won't be letting it go, boys. You still have to get to New Horizons September 10th. And as we, as Simon had mentioned, it is sold out. The Thornby Theatre will be absolutely packed to the rafters and the world will be watching via Fight TV. And all I could say, Edward, I hope you're prepared for the backlash from the MCW faithful. If oh, you do, oh no, I, I I'm just I'm just telling you right now. I I know what that crowd could be like when they're happy, but when they're unhappy, 
if you're the last one standing in that ring, my friend, I think that you might have another thing coming to you. For every single person that listens to this and will sit in that crowd and watch me annihilate Emin, by all means, boo as loud as you can. Call me all the creative mean names you can think of. I'm sure they'll really hurt my feelings. Give it your best shot. But know that I will stand with a smile on my face and my foot on Emin's neck as all of your hearts break, and I will rejoice. And on that note, Edward Dusk, thank you so much for joining us on MCW Wide. We'll see how it all goes down September 10, New Horizons at the Thornbury Theatre. What a pleasure this must have been for you both. Edward Dusk there joining us on MCW Wide, and I don't know about you, Simon, but... uh... I said before that, you know, we wanted to invite him on MCW wide to see if we could get a bit of clarity, clear the air a little bit to see whether or not that this was more than just mind games. And, but no, he dead set believes that this is his, this is his tournament. He's been the driving force. He's been the catalyst. He's the one that people are going to see standing there with Mick Moretti at his feet, counting lights as he holds the Intercommonwealth championship aloft in front of, well, a very unhappy MCW faithful. Absolutely. We couldn't rattle him. This man is laser-focused on taking out the Ascension Tournament. The only way to watch this match live at New Horizons, it's sold out. You can't get a ticket. You can't get a spot in the Thornbury Theatre. It is going to be jam-packed. The only way to watch is on Fight TV. You can watch it live Saturday, the 10th of September, going worldwide. We're going to be there calling the action. Nims, I cannot wait for New Horizons. It's going to be great. And it's not just the Ascension Tournament semifinals between Edward Dusk and Emma the Kid and Jake Andrewata and Jean Wen. We've also got the MCW Women's Championship being defended as Jessica Troy finally goes head-to-head with Delta. This has been a match months in the making. Delta's been talking a lot of trash, and the generally bright and bubbly Jessica Troy is taking none off it. At Ballroom Brawl, we saw a side of Jess that I've never seen before. Yeah, I can't wait for this one. This is a match we've wanted to see for a long time. Jessica Troy, you know, she's the arm collector. She's going to be trying to wear down Delta, but so far, we haven't seen anyone really make a dent in the armor of Delta. This is a match I can't wait for. Styles make fights, and what a clash of styles we're going to have in this one. Indeed. If you've got your tickets to the Thornbury Theatre, we will see you there live September 10th for MCW New Horizons. If you missed out on getting tickets, you won't miss out on the most awesome live event you'll ever see. You can get it on Fight TV, but we'll see what happens in the Ascension Tournament and if Edward Dusk's prophecy will be fulfilled, and we'll catch it next time on MCW Wise.